When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Another fight. 50 wins between them. 34 finishes. Two of the best strikers in the sport. Two of the most durable fighters in the sport. Two of the most aggressive guys in the sport. Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway. Dustin Poirier versus Benoit Saint-Denis. Charles Oliveira is taking on Armin Sarukian in a number one contender fight. Who actually is going to earn a title shot off this? My money is going to be after Armin Sarukian and Oliveira. Oh, sorry. Well, exactly, because... That's the thing. You know, we don't know if it's booked. Dana White's not confirmed it, but Chandler and Connor have hugely plugged for it. They're both saying they're ready for it. So if that fight gets booked, that's happening on the same card as two other major ones. So we got Justin Gaethje fighting Max Holloway. Justin Gaethje won the BMF title. He's already proven to be a star over and over again, headlining his own card, winning that title, defending it in the co-main event, no matter who it is. He's right underneath that, so that's marquee status. And uh, yeah, we got Benoit Saint-Denis, so maybe an answer to your original question of who that next star might be. That might be him in the 155-pound division, but he's up against an insane test. It's almost like we have a lightweight sweepstakes going on right now. Four potential matchups. Obviously, Connor is like the least deserving one of all of that with Chandler, but we know Dana White's been trying to insert Connor into the title discussion since Habib was champion, trying to set up that rematch, and here we are again, trying to I mean, do whatever he can. That he's been trying to put Conor McGregor in the title picture since he beat Brandon. You can <laughs> argue that he deserves it as well. I mean, like, he makes a lot of money, and ultimately, this is the ultimate money championship. Well, league, deserves okay? in making money are two separate things, yeah. right? Cool. He, can make, fans, he can right. make money with a wet blanket. That's not a problem. It's Does he deserve a title shot is kind of a different thing. I think the person who sells the most pay-per-views probably deserves to sell the most pay-per-views. Well, that's what, right? that is what the fucking BMF title is. <laughs> well, I was yes. going to say, that already exists. I, I, you know, we've got a lot of ways to approach this from, but I'm just going to come out the, the block and say, Justin Gaethje, we thought he was going to fight for the belt. We thought he was the guy that was going to... If they didn't book that fight, I would be happy to never see him fight for the title again and just... We thought they were going to book that fight? We thought it was going to be Oliveira. Uh, well, well it was supposed to be Oliveira. He was yeah, already... Uh, yeah, yeah but Volkanovski I mean, like... Came uh, but then Gaethje came along and then he won the BMF title, so it kind of felt like, okay, Gaethje's probably going to get that shot now. Uh, obviously, it could still have been Oliveira. Oliveira was after that. Oliveira was October, and he cancelled out after that. So you you already thought it was going to be Oliveira. The point is, yeah. well, the point I was trying to make is that I personally, on a personal level here, before yeah. anyone jumps on this, I would be happy to see Gaethje 
possibly never fight for that title. <laughs> he's already fought for it. He's lost. We could see it again. You... Chances are the same thing's going to happen. Or Gaethje can have his own belt and just keep taking on BMF contenders and just keep defending that. I would I actually always. prefer to see that than to see him maybe fight and lose the belt Have you anything Gaethje said? No, I don't listen to what he says. I'm giving well, you my opinion. What has he, he, he said? Is, he is saying in every fight he's bored. He doesn't, he doesn't like fighting as much anymore. He's bored of these technical scraps. He wants one more go at the belt and then he's done. Or defend the BMF belt. Never have to do that again and then never be done. Just but fight we all BMFers. Know it's kind of like we all know he's a BMF anyway. Gaethje's the BMF, bro, out of everyone on the roster. Yeah, but it was the bullshit belt because we needed to make the pay-per-view yeah, sellable. But I'm happy to see him defend the bullshit belt in badass fights if every fight's a banger you're just and every... saying you want to see Gaethje fight so why not have him fight the best well because he's probably gonna he's probably gonna lose isn't he but he could be a <laughs> he know. could be a double title holder with if the you're real champ, and Crazy you're together. Saying you don't want to see Ga uh, Gaethje versus Islam because he's probably going to yeah lose. probably maybe but I also oh, think it's more entertaining. I think it's more entertaining. Yeah. It's more entertaining for <laughs> yeah. me to see Gaethje defend a, a fake belt and have amazing fights. He doesn't need a UFC title. Well, let's make the case for Gaethje, though. He's lost to Oliveira. He has not lost to Islam. Lost to Khabib. Khabib was, you know, what, 2020? Doesn't seem to go yeah. well when he fights. So he's belt, lost you know? once in four years. Yeah. Islam has also said that he wants that. He likes fighting new people. <laughs> he doesn't want to fight people he's already beaten. He's called for Justin Gaethje. He's been on interviews and he says, I want to fight Justin Gaethje next. I think that'd be a much more exciting but fight. We, we know for certain that like Islam has got no sway in what happens. Ultimately, the person who's going to get the shot is going to be the person that delivers the best performance. To me, there's an easy answer. It's, yeah, it's going to be Oliver Sarukian, but... We've seen what happened with guys like Marab. Yeah, it was supposed to be a number one contender fight, but obviously Marab didn't put on a highlight real level performance that Dana White cared about, and he boxed him out. And obviously Aljo was part of that, so it's you know still a bit sticky. But Marab should be the one instead of Cheeto, you know. And what's being chosen there, and that's what makes this whole discussion interesting, is it's the star power, the rivalry fight that's being made instead so obviously that's where connor obviously i don't agree with that decision but i am definitely foreseeing a future where dana white says you got to put connor in there he just had an incredible knockout over chandler i don't think the same treatment goes to chandler unfortunately also the thing you've got like the really like shameless storyline there as well with the whole islam khabib friendship and the fact that that's connor's loss that he's always wanted to get back and the fact that he has so much history with khabib and his manager, uh, you know, you could see that just selling easy. Slightly changing up. Is there a possibility that uh, Poirier and Benoit have an absolute banger and whoever comes out of that gets a shot? Or will the results of 300 just shadow it immediately because it's new? If you can finish Dustin Poirier in some crazy Matt Frivola like head kick way, yeah. then like the, you're getting noticed. Well, I think that's like the other side of this tournament that, that we're talking about. Because I feel like if Benoit Saint-Denis wins, I mean, he, he may get a title shot. Who knows? Who knows what kind of Imagine situation might occur. he's the champ at the end of the but year. But also, wow. if yeah, Benoit Saint-Denis wins and, you know, Gaethje wins, you could do another BMF title fight with Gaethje and, and Benoit Saint-Denis. I feel like that's a pretty... You fucking love those BMFs, don't you? <laughs> I didn't like it at first, but you know what? When Gaethje's got it, and <laughs> yeah. now it's like, well, Gaethje couldn't win the belt. Let's give him his own belt. Now yeah. he's got it. I would, I'd love to see him defend it like four times. What, so you'd like to see an interim champion not fight? No, it's not interim. He is, is the BMF champion. What, that is what that is. Well, no, because it transcends... It's an interim title. Well, no, because it transcends weight classes, Tom. I mean, it does not right Well, it now. hasn't with him, but it no. did before, all right? Yeah. And it can do but again. But technically speaking, it's a one 
155 right thing right now. It's a 155. Well, Max Holloway's um, not 155, is he? He's going up to 155. Yeah, yeah for this fight. They're not fighting yeah. at 145. Yeah, but the it point is, it's not an interim. That's not yeah. for the interim title. Yeah. That's for the BMF title, all right? It's not an interim. It's kind of like yeah. saying, oh, I'd never want to see Tom Aspinall fight John or Stipe. I just want to see him defend the interim belt. <laughs> well, I don't well, know, No, dude. no, that's different. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's, that's very it, different. It, it is different, to be fair, yeah. but... It's different because I think your claim of saying it's just interim is completely wrong. If Tom Aspinall... Why? Because it's not an interim. Because Gaethje is not next. Yeah, he's not an interim. Gaethje is next. He's not even being considered. He, he head kicked Poirier, we don't know and that. he's at the top of the division, and he's like number we one. Don't know he that. might be next, but we don't know. He shouldn't be next. He should be behind the winner of Oliver Sarukian. If we're going on meritocratic, you know, type kind of thing, he should be that. But yeah, Osho is like a carrot kind of thing where they're like, okay, Justin Gaethje is getting a bit bored. Let's give him a title, and then what we get to do is what we did at one seventy where we get to unify the titles. At the end of the day as well, it's just like, we've spoken about this before, but the BMF title is a belt that they just give to the guy they want to be the champion. Exactly. Yeah. It's perfect for Justin Gaethje <laughs> right now. Does he get 50 grand from Venom as well? Pay-per-view he does points. get pay-per-view points, yeah. yeah. Right. The, this belt, just like interim belts on paper, are a championship. So That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's an interim What title. I'm saying is, don't let go of that belt. Just defend yeah. it, dude. Like, I, honestly, like, if Gaethje fights another title, brilliant. If he wins or loses, brilliant. It doesn't really matter. But where he is right now, I would happily watch him. Why he's does, it's the super title. fight title. It's the super fight title, exactly. And I'm happy for him to have it. And I'd lo- he's a great fighter every fight he's in. So it's Do you impossible. think they had to put it in the lightweight division, give it to either Gaethje or Poirier, because they knew that Gaethje and Poirier couldn't beat Islam? Well, it's probably because... So they were like... Fuck it, number one, I, number I, one I reason is probably because they they had a missing uh, headlining spot. That they I do think there. that is a cheap <laughs> reason for it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, but. Yeah. We should also put the WBC and the WBO belts in to yeah, UFC IBR, as well. As well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to say WNBA, the, the, the WNBA, <laughs> the, the WWE <laughs> titles, NFL, PGA, yeah, PGA in there, yeah, the Ashes. Get that. In. <laughs> if Max Holloway then demolishes Gaethje. Does that mean Max Holloway gets a, uh, a shot against Islam? Yeah. Oh, he was man. supposed to fight Habib. Who doesn't want to see Max Holloway in a title fight? When does anyone... Like, he beats everyone. But that's what I'm saying about the interim title, it sort of being an interim title belt. If Max Holloway wins the BMF and he's moved up, wait, and he does it in a spectacular way, would it, do you not have a solid, legitimate case to be like, fuck it, Max Holloway is a fan favorite people love max holloway he's a huge star he just couldn't beat volkanovsky for a while let's shove him in there see I how he gets on i fully agree with the interim thing but what i do agree with it gives you momentum yeah max holloway is very active and if he does beat the number two guy bmf regardless he is now a top contender and he doesn't have to do anything for a shot at the belt let's reel this back a bit so like what do belts even actually mean in 2024 so when you think of what the belts mean for each division, a lot of people argue whether they matter. Well, I think they matter, and here's the number one reason. In every division that exists, except for maybe heavyweight right now, who is it that holds a title that you don't actively think is the best of the division? We think that they're the best. It confers something. It means something. But when you say BMF, it's just this entirely arbitrary thing of, for whatever reason, Dana woke up that day and said, I don't have a main event in July for the second card that we put on. We got to figure something out. Let's just throw a belt on there. And so that's also my reasoning, which goes into number one, should be Armin Sarukian and Oliver, the winner of that. Number two, maybe you put Justin Gaethje there because meritocratically, I think he has done enough to win an opportunity there if he beats Holloway. But again... 
you know, I think it comes back down to do belt actually matter to you? And I think that's your major question. The point of a belt as well, it's it's just a physical manifestation of the title you earn as champion as well. That's that's all that is. So the BMF is problematic immediately because what is it actually signifying? It's not a title or a title of what? Being a good fighter, being a fan favorite, it's not you're you're not holding being a BMF, bro. It's being a good stand-up fighter. Well, yeah, first, basically. Again, the first BMF was something that you know the fans kind of bestowed that. You know, as much as it was Nate Diaz saying it, the fans really bestowed that on them because everybody immediately jumped on it. You didn't have that with Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje. You just didn't. Obviously, this conversation is about how many like potential contenders there are for the belt. And you have that problem in some of the divisions where you've got like a line and they stack up and one by one they go to the champion. But when you've got another belt, even if it's for a bit of fun, you can play a lot more with your with your pieces. Like if Holloway wins, you know, the thought of him getting a title shot, pretty insane. But he can just sit on the BMF title and then have some more super fights because for guys who are in the right place in their career, Gaethje had two title fights lost. Holloway tried to beat the same guy twice lost. It's perfect. You don't have to challenge for the belt. You've got your own belt. You can have super fights. You can get pay-per-view points and it's perfect. As much as it is a manifestation of the corporate side of the business, it helps that fighter a lot because they don't have the chance or maybe even the ability to win a title. Is it good for Islam to have a BMF champion in your division where that guy, that title holder, is beating the contenders that you should be fighting to build your legacy. So is is the BMF title good for Islam? Well, first of all, like, Gaethje is a potential contender, but he's not fighting a contender that Islam would fight. He's fighting Holloway, right? And I'd probably say if Chandler beats Connor, Chandler's probably going right next for that BMF title whoever is holding it right so what you've done there is you've got your stars in a very star-packed division and you've only got one title but these these guys who are stars well we can't get them in the title fight but we can put them in our fake title what you're actually doing is you're advocating for the fact that regardless of what happens here the fan favorite might not go to the title because they might go to the bmf so is this a smart and clever way of going no it's going to be saruki and it's going to be Oliveira, but don't worry, guys. The winner of Chandler, the winner of, of McGregor is still going to go to a title fight. It's just going to be for the You've BMF said why the 55 division. I mean, that's the perfect division to put it in because that's where you've got almost too many stars. And we talked about the stars keep having to fight each other. At least now you can put a bit of history and legacy and like because, a record Okay, so if the BMF title did not exist in the lightweight division, who is going in there? Who is fighting Islam? I think it's going to be between Armin and Oliveira. I think that is Unless it, something so. royally fucked up yeah. in that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Oliveira was scheduled to fight him and had to pull out due to a cut. And then Armin Sarukun has a history of literally fighting Islam already to a close contest in probably one of his closer fights that he's had in the UFC. So it's it's really exciting, the fact that Oliveira can lose quite convincingly, but come back and destroy Benil. And then Armin is kind of this guy who's been just chiseling away at the, the bottom ranks of the lightweight division, finally getting his shot at the top. And he's like someone who looks really promising and who's really developed. And I think that's that's what we're kind of missing at the top there because we've been plagued by strikers for so long where you could be, your Oliveira can come along and just kind of eventually sub them or take them down. It's kind of like you love these guys, but it doesn't always seem like it's going to be the fairest contest or it's going to be the most competitive oh. contest. Is, is that is that not exactly why Bilal's not in there yet? <laughs> because they're scared of putting Bilal in there because... They, the less popular uh, version. I, yeah. So is there an outcome where regardless of what happens with Oliveira and Sarukian... But that's the thing, that's also an opinion opinion 
XP because it depends how much they've uh, they value. So do you feel like Blau hasn't earned? I the don't. Shot no, that. I don't. I don't think he's not earned it. I yeah. just don't think he's uh, that good to defeat Leon. If 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 Kamara Usman beat Chimaev, would he fought for the middleweight belt if he had a spectacular performance? No. I mean, it's he's a huge star. Maybe maybe just behind the next guy. I, I'll be totally honest with you. I think if there is a better performance on the night with Sabruki and an Oliveira, I don't think either of those guys are going to get Ooh. it. No, I think it comes. I don't think they will. Performance. I think yeah. like Gaethje has had a fucking absolute banger and just destroyed Holloway, or or they've had an incredible fight. You're not not going to put that guy in the title fight because everyone's going like that was the only thing I remember from 300. I do think fans would be more excited for the guy that they think has a shot. And that's not always true. In Bilal's case, for instance, unfortunately, it's not true. And I don't think that's fair. But I do think people are mad pumped. I mean, Oliver is one of the most popular guys at 155. And then you've also got Armin Sarukian, where people are just waiting to see that guy. And, and if he wins on a marquee stage like this uh, over Oliveira, and then people are like, that's the best well, fight I do, I Islam's do, ever I had. I do think you need, they need to have a great performance. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think either man has to go out there and really make a statement and, and see their name into that event. When you think about UFC 300, you think of that fucking fight and you think of like, holy shit, this is not going to be the same fight uh, that Oliveira Islam won. Sarukian has, or Sarukian has emerged as the only guy there that could legitimately beat Islam, a man who's just head kicked Volk to dust. Like you need someone to go in there and 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 really make it like you were saying. But if Gaethje goes in there and just completely and we don't fucking remember it, we don't remember that fight because it's a five round sort of like on the yeah, outside yeah. or it's a grappling match. If it goes that way, then yeah. yeah. The thing is, when was the last boring fight you saw Oliveira in? Exactly, yeah. Like, he, he gets finished or finishes. Both guys are it coming shouldn't off. shouldn't be boring, yeah. yeah and also, be. Armin just ran through Benil. Yeah. Like, both guys are coming off really good performances over the same guy, yeah. ironically, both over Benil. The, the thing is, I think the, the point of this whole conversation is Lightweight finally has not been more exciting than this in a long time. No matter who wins or loses, there are so many cool new matchups to make. Where it was like everyone was standing around shuffling, being like, Islam, excuse me, can I can I have the next title shot? And Islam's like, yeah, I'll take my fucking time. I'm going <laughs> to fight Volk a couple of times. Yeah, first. I'm going to fight Volk. Now, like, even if you don't get to fight Islam, you could fight Chandler again, or you could fight Connor, or you could fight Saru or Oliveira. It's like, there's so many big spotlights for all these people. And then you've got someone like, uh, Benny St. Denny coming in if he does it then it's a completely new guy for everyone to fight so it's like it finally feels that that trio of violence that can't win a belt is kind of expanding and there's more people in and now for everyone to fight and to stop avoiding each other this does show that 155 is still an incredibly stacked division the fact that we essentially have a sweepstakes of four different fights going on right now where any one of them could realistically get a shot some of them less deserving than others Shows that the division is in pretty uh, a pretty awesome spot right now. 53 minutes long, this uncut podcast. And guess what, boys? What? You can watch it all if you join us on the membership program and you can join for as little as $2.99. Less than my coffee in the morning. Yeah, Starbucks is like five quid. Yeah, it's mental, actually. What, what did you, you have? The biscotti fucking almond <laughs> milk thing for like £6.50. <laughs> it's getting more yeah. expensive. Yeah. <laughs>